Welcome back to the Appalachia. I'm Jeremy. Hopefully you guys are doing good wherever you're listening from. Uh, today, I just want to kind of bullshit around a little bit. And uh, just kind of talking around my mouth. <laughs> Tell some stories, maybe. Not have too serious of a conversation. But, uh, <clears throat> you know these review things that we put out on, on social media, right? The, the ones that have, like, really stupid-ass, um, you know, this person said this, um, you know, no, th- this, this, uh, show has no, what was it, it was, it has no teeth or no nails, uh, zero out of ten would not recommend. <clears throat> it's all jokes, right, it's all just, um, fucking around. And just, uh, just try not to take yourself too seriously, right? And, you know, I have fun writing them up. And, and you know, <laughs> run shit by Hatfield and letting him throw some stuff my way. But, I mean, it's, it's all in good fun. But the last one I did, I mentioned J.D. Vance. And I, th- and I think, uh, <laughs> due to the fact that I legitimately just don't like the guy. <clears throat> I think people have taken it like there's actually like a feud going on. But the fact is, I'm nowhere on the dude's radar, okay? I'm just some fucking hick uh, from southern West Virginia. Like, I, I have no reason to be on his fucking radar. Now, if, if I was in Ohio, that's a whole other story because uh, he's running for public office. So, uh, I'm sure, you know, with enough ruckus, I'd probably be on his radar. But, I mean, in all honesty... Like, he wouldn't give a shit about me anyways. <clears throat> but I think, if you go back far enough into the episodes, you know, I talk a little bit about uh, hillbilly elegy and, and that whole thing. And and I, and I still stand by what I said, you know, the, the book itself and the movie and whatever the fuck else he wants to do. If he wants to do a goddamn stage play, whatever. <clears throat> That's that's his story. I can't. I don't have anything to say about it. But what I do, what I do have to say about it is, and and it's and, and it's funny because everything goes fucking political. You know how it goes. So the Shane guy from. Uh, that is like the Appalachian stuff. <clears throat> Does great work as far as going around towns and, and talking about history and stuff. Really appreciative of, of that type of work he does. But he said something really fucking stupid the other day. Is He does this like this week in, in Appalachia shit. And I generally keep up with him. But he says... Uh, Something along the lines of, you know, he liked the movie, Hillbilly Elegy. He doesn't understand all the hate that goes toward JD, but he's seen the type of people that dislike him, which makes him like him even more, which I think is the stupidest fucking thing you could say about something. 
because of this at this stage in in history in society. Let's fucking face it, man. At any point in time, people will turn on you for just, just because. So to even stand on that fucking hill, you're a dumb fuck. Now, I can respect sharing of culture and history and shit. But, like I said, that sort of statement, that's dumb as fuck, man. Because here's the reason a lot of people don't like him. It's because he claims in these interviews that he knows what's going on in Appalachia. Now, he may know what's going on in Ohio. He knows a little bit about what was going on in Kentucky. Ohio's problems are way different than ours. You know, we've had factories, obviously. But Ohio is in that segment of the Rust Belt. Right. So, there's been a lot more factories up there. And, and while it's similar to coal mining and all this this other shit, it's not the same. You know, I can't tell you what it's like to live up there. I don't fucking know. But, that's, ju- that's just it. Whenever you go into an interview, I don't give a fuck what, if you're trying to get publicity or not. If I go into an interview and they say to me, uh, you know, they, they start talking like I know, uh, like I'm representing the whole fucking region, right? That's where you correct that shit. You say no. Because the media is fucking garbage anyways, man. They're just trying to get a fucking story. <laughs> you know, they're just trying to get some fucking story. And you just happen to be on there. And you just happen not to be that one fucking stereotypical hillbilly. But he's going to tell you about those stereotypical hillbillies. The pro here's here's my problem with him because I watched a I watched a Yahoo uh, interview with him and I've watched a couple of them but I mean the Yahoo one stood out mostly because the the person that was like reporting on it or interviewing him kept saying so is that just how hillbilly culture is is that just as how how this is and that is and it's and he's just like well yeah and but here's here's my issue okay. You got a guy that, that's sitting there that's acting like he represents the whole fucking area. He's talking about abuse, family abuse. He's talking about mountain justice. You know, essentially, you know, sometimes violence gets called on for that. And, and all these other problems, quote unquote, fucking problems. Now, let's face it. And, and, he, and he complains that, you know, People are just fucking, some people are just fucking lazy, and that, and that's not, and I'm not saying any of that's fucking false. Some people are lazier than shit. A dude down the hall from me used to get a fucking disability check, but he'd be out cutting grass. So, it's one of them things, it's like, okay, well, he says his back's broke, he can't do nothing, but he's out here cutting goddamn grass and, and trimming the hedges and all sorts of shit. So my problem ain't with JD, like as far as the story. Problem is, he's talking about these issues like they're an Appalachian issue. They're a problem in Appalachia. There are some issues. I don't have a problem with mountain justice. I think sometimes you just need your fucking ass whooped. But as far as like um, 
you know, joblessness goes and all that shit. It's it's a lot more gray than it is black and white. And the stuff that he talks about is a universal issue that happens everywhere. And on top of that, as far as like the family issues and violence goes, you see that a lot in fucking upper middle class, middle class, working class, and up, like high up classes. It's not genuine uh, or, or not genuine, but uh, unique to the area. You essentially have a man who is using, and then, and now supposedly he's got this, he's got this program or some shit that's supposed to help people find fucking jobs or something like that. All right. But what are you really fucking doing? How hands on, I want to know how fucking hands on you are about it. What are you really fucking doing? And then of course he's running for office. And what does he do? He's critical of Trump at one point. But guess what? To run as a fucking Republican, you need to go suck Trump off. So what does he do? Delete all that shit. <laughs> fucking. So, ultimately what it comes down to is, I don't like his, uh, him on a personal level. As far as uh, how he presents himself in these interviews, how he represents the area, how, like, and these half, these half-truths out of context... You know what I mean? Like, it's it's bullshit. And you got people like his cocksucker Tucker Carlson, who I think's the biggest fucking cocksucker on TV right now. And uh, that's only because every time I fucking see him, I want to punch him in the fucking face. Uh, he he's he's I don't know if it's his face or if it's ha- his haircut. There's a couple of things that piss me off in this world. All right, Mumford and Sons is number one. I don't know why. Don't ask. I don't know. Maybe it's the hipster shit. I don't know. And, uh, but Mumford and Sons absolutely pisses me off. Have no idea why. But then it's like Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro are on there. And I think it's just because they're fucking loud as shit. I think anybody political. But really, the loud ones that I'm exposed to, and I'm exposed to because, like, a lot of people, you know, I live in a Republican area. A lot of these people fucking worship these these people. God damn, son, fucking, burn my fucking finger off. But then there's also that one, fucking, what is her name? Let's level the playing field here. I don't like any of them. Fuck them. I don't like any of them. But my whole point is, like, he gets on there and he starts talking about... JD gets on there and he's, oh, yeah, <laughs> my book, my book. Well, here's the thing. You're riding your, your fucking fame on this one book that you wrote. You're probably not going to write another one. And I don't know if he has or not, but I haven't heard anything about it. Because the only thing I hear is... Hillbilly Elegy. So, he goes there. He fucking, he still talks about the same fucking book he's been talking about for years. And still talks about the same shit that he's talked about with the problems in Appalachia. And now he's just out there promoting himself as a fucking politician. And if I'm honest with you, 
you could you couldn't fucking pay me any amount to fucking vote for the son of a bitch. They're all rat bastards. Fuck them all. Right? They're all going to turn on each other. The fucking Democrats do it all the time. The fucking the Democrats are the fucking. <laughs> don't even get me fucking started. But the Republicans. It's like they have no self-awareness. Well, the other, well, fuck, none of them have self-awareness. There's no self-awareness with these people. But this of a bit, is, uh, it makes complete fucking sense that this guy is going to fucking run for that. And that's probably why a couple of people fucking unfollowed, unfollowed and stopped listening to the fucking podcast uh, a long time ago because I was critical of this shit. And they're out here sucking dick. Flexing on social media. Be like, oh, look what I read. I read Hillbilly Elegy. I really know what it's like to be an Appalachian. Fucking <laughs> god damn. Gotta be a dumb motherfucker. Anyways, that's about enough, all I gotta say about that. We like to have fun with these reviews, though. Don't take them so seriously. Well. <sighs> Burn my fucking throat. Uh, I was looking at old pictures the other day. I got talking with an old friend about uh, <clears throat> stores up a holler, and it's a it's it's an interesting thing because we've had stores up the holler for probably like every every two miles there'd be a store, and. The, so with the, the, up the holler, you had the, and and for those who don't understand the whole up and down thing, as far as up and down the holler, you're going to the head of the creek, and then you're going to go, if it flows, you know, flows down, that's down. So it's very simple. You just go with wherever the water's flowing. So the head of the creek, you got uh, this one little store that had one gas pump. And, uh, that was kind of the hangout place for the old timers. A lot of people come over from Dingus and, uh, cause it's right there before you get, uh, down there to where, uh, old McDonald's farm used to be and Mudfork Church of God and, um, Ding- the foot of Dingus Mountain. And then, uh, and that was where the old timers used to hang out. They used to, and, and later on they had a, uh, like a deli back there and they had a, um, a bar they'd all belly up to. And then whenever I was a kid, you had great grandpappy's general store, um, which my cousin Sissy took over and, uh, not my cousin, my damn uh, damn great aunt. Uh, I don't think my cousins ever took over the store after Sissy died. Anyway, Sissy took over, uh, moved the store across the way where great grandma and great grandpappy lived, uh, which is where our chicken lot was as well. We had a bunch of chickens, horses, and we had a horse and all that junk. There's a hill feeding them son of a bitch. You, you had this hill, and you had this washed out like little path on the side, and you had to walk all the way up the hill feeding them. So you had the ones on the ground, and then you had the ones going up the hill. And you'd just about fucking fall off every time. 
uh, we'd be packing a bunch of feet up there. And, I mean, it was, it was hell getting up there, but it was a really pretty view and stuff, but God damn. So we get down to the, um, you get down to the edge where the, uh, of where the chicken lot was and there's like this big building that they build up and that was, um, butcher's feed store for a little bit for a time. <clears throat> and then you go further on down and you got Leslie's market. Now, Leslie, <clears throat> Leslie's market was, um, it was the place you wanted to go if you were going to, if you were going to start some shit in the community. Uh, so let's say that you were going to, um, okay, here's an example. So if you wanted something to get out, what you'd do is you'd go in the evening and everybody's getting off work. Everybody's coming in. <clears throat> so you stop in there and you just happen to strike up a conversation and you just happen to strike it up kind of loud. So then you say, well, this dude named, uh, Josh broke into my house whenever I was a kid, whenever I was young and he lived out back and he stole a bunch of shit. <laughs> He's like, he's like the goddamn methed out hamburger by God. He's out there taking, his MO was he would take pictures off the, off the walls. A goddamn hamburger. Uh, excuse me. I just burped a little bit. I am so sorry. Anyways, pardon me. So, oh, hamburger, robble, robble, breaks into my fucking house. You know, we tell my brother, we tell, you know. My mom and papa, we wait till that evening. We go down to Leslie's, strike up that conversation of, well, Josh broke into our fucking house as we're looking for him. We're going to fucking beat his goddamn ass. Now, that does one of two things. One, they either skip town, or two, they know you're looking. It gets the word out that you're looking. And if you're legitimately looking, you will get callbacks as to where they're at because motherfuckers are like, well, he did it. He deserves it. So that's it. You don't call the cops. <laughs> you beat their fucking ass right then and there. Right? Most of the time, though, it's like it's somebody close to you. So it's like, yeah, look, old meth out over here. You know, you might want to come get him. You know, call him, make a call or something. My brother be down the road, see him, then... Then it's on, you know, it's what, it's what it is, you know, but if you pay the, you gotta pay, you gotta pay the consequence, you know? So if you're breaking into somebody's house, you know, that's, that's one reason I don't, I disagree with this whole like, well, you know, there's, there's this, uh, a mountain vengeance that they have these, these hillbillies, you know, it's fucking the media puts out there. What it is. Is you fucking, there, there's no, there's no slap on the wrist. You either, if you did it, then you get paid back for it. If you don't, then you're fine. You got nothing to worry about. It's fucking simple. The reason everybody's acting up is because you let everybody fucking that should be, uh, in a bunch of shit, you let them out. That's why you got all these fucking pedophiles constantly running around. Why? Because this person over here diddled a fucking 10 year old and you're fucking letting them out after six months. Makes no goddamn sense. None of whatsoever. You know? And then you got fucking sympathizers for that type of shit, right? 
fucking, what was it, six-month-old a couple years back got fucking raped and, and killed. And you had people being like, no, don't give, you know, be be easy on the person. Let them, let them sort it out in prison. It's like, dude, no, fucking done. That was a six-month-old. You fucking stupid. God damn, if it was my kid, that'd be it, you know? But the point I'm trying to make is if you do if you do something, there's going to be a consequence to your actions. And the reason that, you know, uh, the reason this happens is because the cops don't do anything. It's a danger to the community. That's why you do the shit. But Leslie's was that place. It was that place that if, if, uh, if somebody's going to get the shit kicked out of them, or if there's going to be some sort of, you wanted something spread around, he went down there and told. And, uh, it got around pretty quick. It usually got around within, within the hour. But you gotta remember, everybody lived right around that area. So within like a mile, two mile radius, everybody's already, you know, Plus, everybody's already meeting out in the damn parking lot and talking, and, you know, it's one of them things. And then further on down, you had, um, when I was growing up, it was Purdue's, then Purdue's closed down. Purdue's had, uh, it was this little shop, <clears throat> we used to rent horror films from there. I got my first cologne there, too, by God. Uh, Papa bought me Brute. <laughs> if, if you're a kid, if you're a kid who grew up in a holler, by God, you know Brute. Um... He got me uh, a bottle of Brute from that store. I used to play darts in the background of, or not the background, but the back of the store. And then I used to, Pat would play video poker, and he'd have to, they'd have to shut the machine down because of him. So he'd be, he had a finger missing, he'd be slapping buttons, getting a couple thousand out at a time, and, uh. Uh, my best friend's uh, papa would come in and he'd he'd hand me a, a fistful of quarters and <laughs> I'd, I'd sit there and play the arcade machine. But uh, no, that was that was a pretty cool place to hang out. But it had a, a mechanic, gold, uh, Golden. He was right beside of him. It was like attached. There's a door in the back, like right around where the uh, the dartboard was. And it goes out to Golden's uh, garage out there. <clears throat> and uh, that, was a, that was a pretty cool place to hang out. But then they closed. They turned into a bar later on. And then further down, right around the curve and, and over from the college, you've got uh, uh, London's. London's carry out. <clears throat> That's relatively new. We're talking like the last like 15 years. Um, but we had about every two, uh, every mile and a half, two miles, but all of them had their purpose and all of them had their own, uh, patrons. So, you know, if you, if you're like one of those old timers that's out there drinking, you know, little glass bottle Cokes and, and shooting the shit and eating cashews, then you're probably doing it down to the, at the head of the, the creek, you know, if, uh, Whereas great grandpappy's store was mostly family, 
like 90% family. The rest it was just like uh, surrounding neighbors. Uh, and then <clears throat> Leslie's was kind of just the, it was the middle ground. Usually if you were walking down the holler and you wanted to stop and get a pop or something, you'd go in there. And I mean, the, half their lights were fucking out in the back where the, um, where the pop machines were and where the, uh, produce was. It was all dark back there. It's cold as fuck all the time. <clears throat> but they had a really good deli. <laughs> really fucking good deli. You get some good uh, ham salad in there. But, uh, and then further on down, uh, London's is like, eh. I don't go there. It's, it's mostly just people live surrounding. But I, I usually hardly ever go there, uh, ever. But the, uh, the holler had quite a few stores, surprisingly. Whenever Walmart came in, Walmart literally uh, had folks come in like 98, 97, 98. And uh, they told all these mom and pop shops like to their faces that they were going to run them out of business. But I think they fucked up because they don't understand that a lot of people in the holler don't have cars. <laughs> so you're looking at a lot of people that don't have cars or they're, they're not legal. So they don't have a license or they don't have insurance or both. Obviously, like, well, the insurance on the car by anybody or from anybody. They probably bought the car in the hauler. So they have these little stores and these stores are are okay because of the fact that a lot of these guys ain't leaving. (laughs) They're they're, They're literally just walking down the road, you know, to these, these shops. So, there's no, you kind of fucked up on that, um, because there's still obviously a place for that in those areas, because some of these hollers are, you know, you're looking at, you know, 10 miles, and some people walk at just to get out of the holler to get to work, um, if, if they can find work. So, it's a, it's an interesting thing to kind of see what they was trying to do. They was trying to run Kroger's out of business. They was trying to run, um, a fucking down there across from Kroger's. Uh, anyways, down there, they, my cousin worked there, but, uh, <clears throat> I mean, all those places and they, uh, I'm trying to think of a store they actually ran out. I don't think they actually ran out any, but, I mean, that's why it's it's one of those cases of where the community is, is really keeping things going. You know, now it's changed. You know, Purdue's is shut down, Wesley's is shut down. Now the only thing you got is um, at the head of the creek and London's. That's it. That's fucking it. That's fucked up. But also, people people are, have moved out of the area, and the people that have moved in are from out of the area, too, so they're not actually from the holler. And boy, you can tell, because they don't act like it. Um, I mean, they, they give shit less about that community. So, you got a son of a bitch named Lee. Whenever Papa died, we were clearing out his trailer, he... Uh, he had told my cousin a couple months before my papa died he couldn't wait for papa to get the fuck out of there 
and leave because he was wanting that land. He was pissed off because <clears throat> there was some issue. We were originally going to sell our plot of land over to him, uh, sell it to him, but uh, we kind of got that taken out from underneath us. So he got pissed off about it and uh, was blaming us for it. Which is fine. I mean, he cannot believe me all he wants to. Like, he didn't fucking belong there in the first place. He should have took his fucking ass back over to Hart's Creek. But, uh, he comes over there and, and uh, are out there uh, and, and was staring off at the hill where all the rich people live. They all live up on that hill and <clears throat> looking down at us in the camp. And, uh, they're one, all of them's got these jacked up trucks and shit. And this one fucking gets his truck and we're sitting there hauling pep all stuff out of there, and, I mean, he literally just died a couple of days before, and we came down to do the, uh, the funeral arrangements, to get the military funeral and all that stuff, uh, figured up and worked out, and, um, I mean, they came out there and started spinning the fucking wheels and fucking screaming and all sorts of shit, I threatened to fucking kill one of them, and, uh, uh I mean, it's just... People are fucking trash. This is what it is. It's what it comes down to. The idea of community that we always talk about, like, it's fucking dead. I mean, it really... You see some instances of it, right? You see some instances of it. I'm not... I'm, I'm not completely giving up on the idea at all. I feel like... Lately, especially, I feel like we're starting to head in the right direction with the people who's more interested in... in Really getting back to that. In a lot of ways, I feel like... Like the hectic last couple of years is either done one of two things. It's either gotten you figured out on your shit, right? You've either, you've either figured out what's really important. Or you've gone fucking deeper into the abyss. You know what I mean? It's either... Either you don't figure it out what the fuck, you know, is important to you as far as, you know, a lot of, a lot of people say family, a lot of people, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Um, but I mean, some people just, they've really just gone off the goddamn deep end, man. Really gone off the fucking deep end. Family ain't what it used to be. The community ain't what it used to be. I always tell everybody, and I tell you every time I do one of these episodes, it's up to us to to do something about it, right? So, for me, seeing that, you know, people are starting to to attempt to, and you're seeing a lot of these these get-togethers. I'm seeing a lot of them since stuff started opening back up. Of course, I don't know if everything's going to shut back down or not. But I I started to see it during... The pandemic stuff is going virtual, obviously, but, um, you know, you, you start to see the stuff pop up and now you're seeing these, uh, these workshops and stuff that's teaching people how to raise their own animals or grow their own, uh, stuff, how to, you know, really create a, a thriving garden, how to work the soil, how to, uh, you know, I've heard of people taking first aid, like first aid classes out there to to be able to help out in the community and stuff like that. And it's it's 
it's starting to, I mean, you could easily go the nihilist route, you can, or you can just be completely negative about everything, but, I mean, I, yeah, this whole idea of, like, a dead community and stuff, I mean, if we keep this up, it's not, it's not going to be around much longer, you know, but it would have to take folks really getting involved for that to change, and that's what I'm hoping, I'm fucking hoping for it, I'm starting to see it, and I'm hearing you know, people message me with stories and shit and stuff that they're doing in their communities and even small things is still something, you know. So I'm I'm real happy to hear about all that. I feel like this is the right direction we need to be in. I feel like that's that's exactly where we're headed. You just gotta keep on with it. You know. Uh you know, that takes time. It's like anything else, it takes time. You just, you really gotta, you really just gotta keep grinding with it. You know what I mean? You can't just, you know, do one small thing and say, well, I did my part. Getting to know your neighbors. Getting to, to create a community of your own. Uh, you know, that's not necessarily like a, a living community or anything like that. Like, you don't have to be, like, living right next to each other or anything. But, you know, having a group of people or a tribe or whatever the, that, um, you know, is really working to try to make you know, things in, around them better, including the, you know, bringing up, you know, you, I think that's a, that's a worthwhile, uh, investment, you know, it's people, tribe and so forth. I hope for the best. I really do. I mean, we, we sit here and we talk about, Stuff and I, I don't want people to think that we just romanticize the good things about the region, or my state, or my you know town, or my holler. You know, Appalachia's got its problems, obviously. Supporting people who support the people that are destroying you is not how you go about handling that situation, though. Back to the original topic of JD. I don't support any son of a bitch that is going to fucking be lenient on these companies. Whether that is, you know, the people that you appoint, the fucking EPA, you know, raising, um, raising these, you know, laws and shit that, that make it uh, uh, harder for, for these companies to dump shit whether that is, um, you know, the, these uh, these politicians taking a kickback from pharmaceutical companies, I'm not going to support any of that shit. And I think people don't understand. You know, whenever I say I don't do politics, it's because they're all getting money from people who are, who are willing to destroy us 
as a people. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you support those people? Hey, you look at Joe Manchin, who's a, who's a Democrat, for fuck's sake. He's turned his fucking back on, on, on us for so goddamn long, and every once in a while he'll do something, and everybody's like, oh, I really hope it works out. No, it's not going to fucking work out. You want to know why? Because the son of a bitch is doing it to get you off his back so he can let it go on for a few more years. That's what it is. That's what it fucking is. You know? Jim Justice, the fucking flip-flopper. You know? These are people... Who'd see you dead if it meant that they could make a nickel? Or a dime. Fucking penny for that matter. Think about that. You know, as far as West Virginia goes. Now, I'm, I bet anything. It's like I had in every other state, too. <clears throat> Always somebody that's willing to sell your fucking ass out for a little bit of money. So... I don't support any of those cocksuckers. As far as I'm fucking concerned, uh, you know, it, it all comes down to the people that you, and the contacts you make in your community. So, get out there and, and do that shit. I am fucking, I'm out of it. We're gonna, we'll take a, a little bit of a, a rest. It's fucking five o'clock in the morning. God damn. Hell, I might just get my damn walking shoes on and drive down and just take off walking. To go down the park and walk. God damn it. I wasn't supposed to stay up this late. <laughs> I was going to originally go to bed around like 12. And I just could not sleep. So I said, fuck it. I said, I'm going to get up and I'm going to put myself to sleep. I'm about to sleep, but I'm, I'm thinking if it's 5 o'clock, I probably need to get my ass down there and start walking. Get the fucking blood going and then come home and do weights and maybe kill out for kill out for a little bit. Get back up. <laughs> Goddamn, go back at it. So, all right, guys, it was good talking to you. Thank you for visiting. <laughs> uh... As always, uh, you know, hopefully Ian's doing good. Hopefully Ian's families are doing good if you got families. If not, hopefully you guys are doing whatever makes you happy. As long as you ain't being no uh, no piece of shit, like hopefully it makes you happy. And, and you're getting your shit done and accomplished. I'll catch you guys next time. <laughs> Fucking, this, this is the worst season ever, by the way. Fucking, you got episodes where I'm fucking eating apples. You got episodes of me fucking road raging. You got fucking uh, episodes of just me going off the off the rails a little bit. And then tonight's episode, like, this is the weirdest fucking, it's the weirdest fucking season I've done yet. I mean, it's been pretty uniform up until recently. But I suppose my life has kind of been in a all over the damn place. And I don't know where the hell it's at half the time anyways. <laughs> you just kind of. You wake up every day, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen, you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, you just, you got a general idea, and you got a list of, but then half the time, you know, it's just wide open. 
I am fuck. I'm telling you, it's wild. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing half the time, and it's just I do whatever gets thrown at me. So I'll catch you guys next time. Uh, things have slowed down considerably, so there may be another show come up here in the next couple of days. Uh, so I'll catch you then.